Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hello everyone, happy new year from myself and everyone else in Saturday Draft Live and Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I hope you've had a good holiday, I hope you had a good Christmas. Uh, I hope you missed us, you know we, we haven't had the show for a, a, a wee while but we're, we're back, we're back talking about the draft again. There's been quite a few weeks that you've missed out on what's happened points wise. The table is certainly shaking up and we'll take you through that today as always. You can find Saturday Draft Live and Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet on Facebook Twitter, YouTube, got it on Spotify, Anchor, we've got our own website, eatsleepsuperlexretweet.com. Pretty much anywhere you can think you can find us, we're probably on it. So give us a search, follow, subscribe, let us know how we're doing, join our community page on our Facebook group. We're having a we're having a great time. You know, we're we're, we're doing a lot with the podcast. We hope you can come along for the ride. And as always, I'm joined by uh, one of the one quarter of SDL's finest, uh, is David Talking. Dave, welcome to 2022. Ha- ha- hope you had a good birthday as well. You turned you turned 30 over the holidays. Listen, the less you remind me of that, the better. But you know what? I still feel 22, so it's um. Uh, I'll just take it as a number in this case. And I've just had a massive. Massive cup of tea with lots of caffeine in it, so I'm hyped and ready to go for the new year in Saturday Draft Live. Excellent, that's what we, that's what we love to hear. I'm glad, I'm glad Chad, that you've had a, I had a good time. We're joined by a guest this episode, as we usually do on on Saturday Draft Live. This time, it's someone that's not in this season. It's a former draft member. Is very good season performances beforehand. He's won a battle in purgatory. It is Grant McRobbie. Grant, how are you doing? I'm very good, Jack. Thanks for having me on, lads. And you know, looking forward to casting my eye over the field this season and throwing some intermediate slash expert opinions of course you're, you're the only expert in my eyes Grant you know you're the, you're the outsider looking in that's that's all we need you know that's but, definitely some interesting stuff for that <laughs> <laughs> but we'll go on we do what we do best we'll go to the top three of the week and Dave I'll come to yourself first my tag team the Yosos two mm-hmm. successful defences uh, on day one and in SmackDown last night, fifteen points. I was I was a bit nervy, you know, after just after just defending the titles or doing it again and a kind of no disqualification rules match type thing. But here we are; they're still the tag team champions. They got me an extra fifteen points this week. Uh, the the Usos have had like a major turnaround in the last week alone because 
before the Christmas break, they weren't scoring many points uh, when the season first kicked off, but they've completely turned it around with these two title defences here. And yeah, it's a m- majorly beneficial for your team in particular, Jack, because I mean, where they go from onto the Royal Rumble season, whether or not they compete in the Rumble or not, it's that remains to be seen. But I think this was a much needed boost for you uh, once we look at the overall standings, and I hope that momentum continues. Well, I hope so too. But uh, Grant, I'll come see you next. It's someone that's even back in your season when you're competing. It's someone that's an ever present. It seems to be in the top three, but maybe, maybe not for a wee while after what happened in day one. It's Drew McIntyre, sixteen points. He did win the match, but unfortunately, it seems that he's going to be written off TV for some time with a legitimate injury that he needs to looking to take care of. The, the whole place will be back for WrestleMania 38, but for Scott, this is a key player, I believe. This is who he changed his captain to. Not going to be in the Rumble now. Scott's chances have probably looked much weaker now. Yeah, losing Drew is a huge hit because Drew has been consistent. In fact, I'm pretty sure it came up in the statistics at the end of 2021 that he pretty much wrestled the most matches in WWE mm-hmm. in 2021. So, you know, you had someone who was regularly appearing very high win percentage um so for scott that is going to be well his team's called team broken dreams that has probably broke the dream that one <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's it's it is sad to see because uh, the, the, the the times that i've won the draft drew mcintyre's both been in my team he's been a lot of winning teams as as understandably so but uh, yep, that's true Dave, Dave, we'll come to you here on our number one this week after uh, defeating Liv Morgan at day one, appearing a few times in Raw. Alan has Becky Lynch number one in the list right now on the top three of the week. Maybe always going to be around one pick, picked before others, but see, she's third overall. Is, is, is Alan maybe pulled a wee, a wee sneaky blinder here and taking Becky Lynch? Well, I think given the momentums Be- Becky's been on, you know, she's always getting the big pay-per-view wins and that's what really counts, especially with the captaincy applied. But what I think might let her down is the fact that she doesn't compete on regular TV as much compared to the big shows. And I think that's potential to let her down. But she is scheduled to defend the title at the Royal Rumble. It just depends who she goes up against. If it's Liv Morgan for a third time, I mean, if they don't put the title on Liv now, like... What was the whole point in boosting her up the whole time? But you never know. It's against maybe Bianca. I'm not sure about Dewdrop at this stage, but she's got a match set up. Whether or not she wins or loses it is is hard to say. But the day one points against Liv when everybody was back in Liv, I mean, that was a, a necessary points booster there. Yeah, it's, it's a, I think it's very, it's proved very good for, for Alan. I think what, what's happened and it's ultimately got him in the position he's in the now. But before we kind of look at the big table, we had a Christmas break. We'll talk about kind of who's who's done well points wise, accumulating points throughout these uh, these three weeks. We've not not been here. Uh, Dave, will stick me here. My my captain Big E, despite losing and getting pinned at day one, has been able to accumulate the third highest points total in our three week break with twenty one points. I think, considering what happened with COVID, obviously Lesnar was scheduled to face Roman Reigns. That didn't happen. Gets put in this WWE title match and surprisingly wins it. I think for 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 Biggie to lose that, be the one to get pinned because that's the one that takes the points away, but still be third overall. I think that's testament to how well Biggie is doing with all these adversities that have been kind of thrown in the way so far. 
Yeah, because even when he was WWE champion, he was getting regularly featured on TV, and it's those appearance points that's what's kept him afloat and scoring big uh, over the Christmas break. I mean, he's he's had a couple of tag team wins with Bobby Lashley over Rollins and KO. So it's not just the the sort of big pay-per-view wins that he's had because obviously there was no, well, apart from day one, there was no other pay-per-views that where he could have defended the title. But still, it's that it's those regular TV appearances is what uh, helps him out. And but yeah, Big E has done brilliantly as WWE champion for Ross last season, but maybe not so much so for you this season. But that's nothing to take away that you know Big E's been nothing short of a big performer these last uh, couple of seasons. Uh, and then uh, Grab and we we see some we've already already spoke about as our as our top or one our number one this week, Becky Lynch. She's accumulated twenty three points overall during this during this winter break and. You can't you can't argue with the performance. It's 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 proved very good, and it's keeping Allen in such a high position right now. I think. Yeah, there's there's no denying like him choosing Becky has paid off massive dividends ever since her return back. She's just pretty much been dominant. Um, pretty much WWE doing what they usually do, having like sort of female dominant heel champs at the moment. So you know anyone that picks either Becky or Charlotte, you're pretty much guaranteed points. Aye, for sure. And we're seeing our, our number one during the three-week tour was the the, the, the the sad story of the draft right now with Drew McIntyre, Dave Scott. Scott, obviously, we have the points that he's got from Drew well he can, but to, to know that you're not going to get any more, to know that you're probably out of the running now, I would say, when we when we look at like the kind of the rest of the the rest of Scott's team, we've got Pearson, Sonya, Drew, Jade Cargill, Tommaso Trampa, Carmella, Ridge Holland. There isn't really a, enough there, I would say, now for him to kind of mount any challenge at the Rumble now that, that Drew's gone. So I think I would feel confident to say that Scott, and for one of our one of our STL boys, unfortunately, I'd say his chances are kind of chalked now. Yeah, I think the only way he's able gonna probably gonna get points at this stage is with Jade Cargill, you know, having won the TBS Championship this week. Uh, uh, it's a it is a broken dream for Scott, and it's a real shame because that's his captain on the shelf now for two seasons in a row. Because remember last season, he put the captaincy on John Moxley, and this was the week that Moxley went off to to rehab. So it's not been a good couple of seasons for Scott, and it's a real shame because Drew is arguably one of the best draft performers we've ever seen. Aye, for sure, but we will go on to our top 12 table. And the, the, the man that's kind of sat bottom of this table for all of this, our, our, our former Listeners League winner from last season, Matt with the booty woes on 42.5 points, 12th position. And we see our newcomer to the draft, uh, our newbie to the podcast, Tom McManus, God's straight, greatest draft pick on 62 points. He's 11th. Team Visser, Grary, 10th position at 65 points. And that kind of, that's your, your bottom three kind of a bit. Well, aside from that, a bit bunched together because we see a bit of a gap going up 13 points ahead. Daniel Campbell, Future Endeavours Limited, ninth position at 78 points. Dave, the Western Country Club, sitting eighth position and 84 points, not being a season you've hoped for. No, and I, I'm telling you, I should be in the top five because of, like, I should have had title matches on day one. Lucha Brothers should have retained. And Bloody Priest is getting himself go insane against Dolph Ziggler. Like, I've just had a really rotten run of luck with these championships here. Like Carmelo is carrying my team here and he's not even got the captaincy on him. It's, it's madness. Uh, uh, uh. Well, I don't know what I can I don't know what to say, Dave. Unlucky. 
I'm better off next season. <laughs> Dave, you're saying you should, the Lucha Bros should have retained. Phoenix's arm shouldn't have went that way either. But oh, for sure, things yeah. happen. <laughs> Aye, but Sammy should have won the IC title at day one for sure. Now he's getting played second fiddle to fucking Johnny Knoxville. I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to WWE SmackDown. <laughs> we see in joint sex position, Team Goat and Team Broken Dreams. The, our our host for next week on Saturday Draft Live, Scott McLeod and David Camo. They're sitting sitting pretty there. We've got a high ho, so ho. Ross McLeod, fifth position, 99 points. Sarah's dropped down a bit to fourth with Team Pitch, please, and 103 points. I have... I have seen a huge climb since the, the winter break. I believe I've, I've, I've gathered the most points overall, 57 points, uh, since our last Saturday Draft Live show. And I've, I'm now sitting on 104 and a half points. With you've, basically du- you've basically doubled your score over the Christmas break. I think, yeah, I think I was sitting at like 60-something points before that. And now I'm on 104 and a half. I think the day one certainly helped me a lot, even with the changes that have gone ahead, it could have been much better. But I'm not, I'm not one to pick and choose. You know, it's just, it's, it's just, it is what it is. But our man that's kind of been sitting usually at the top this season, uh, Stephen Wilson, Team Pigs and Blankers, 106 points, second position. The pillars of MVPs, Al McLucas, 108 points. I think this is this is something that uh, uh, Stephen sent to us, sent to me earlier on, and he was saying that like. 18 points split the top seven right now. And I don't think it's like it's been that close ever before, Dave. I don't know if you can correct me if it has. Like mm. between like such a big bunch of folk, obviously it's been close between that like, a couple of folk at the top. But to have anyone that can be top seven that's potentially still on a chance of winning it, it's, it's, it's great to see. Uh, especially with Rumble season coming up and you know, because that could all turn everything on its head. And I mean just look at the top five as well, or even the top four, that only five points separate the top four. So, as far as I'm concerned, ranking is irrelevant at this stage when you've got this uh, this number of points separating so many people. Uh, it's, it's it's good to see, you know, we love to see it. But we've spoken enough about how our league's getting on, Dave. I'm sure you've missed it since 2021. Yeah, it's time for you to herald in how the listeners' league is getting on. Take it, take it away, my friend. Yeah, and I tell you what, some returning players are making a play to win this season. So we have Dan Wood aiming for last place again in fifth place, who's doing a terrible job of aiming for last place on 111 points. Now, as we're looking ahead towards the Royal Rumble, I think I have to assess the teams that we have going on here. And at the minute, Dan out of the top five isn't in the best position because Pierce and Sonya is his tag team. And he's all got NXT or AEW heavy talent. The only one I think who could possibly make a surprise appearance in the Rumble is Raquel Gonzalez. But again, that remains to be seen with the the direction they're going. Uh, Alan Laurie, fourth place. Angels, Alan's Angels with Filthy Souls on 118 points. You know, consistent Listeners League participant. Big E is his captain. He also has Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. All three of these guys could potentially have a big role in the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Obviously, Lesnar and Lashley in the WWE title match. Big E tipped to be a potential favorite to win the men's Rumble. Allen's looking in a very promising position here. Next, we have the best tag team partner in the world, Robert Shaw, with team budget cuts on 121. Now, looking at Robert's team, he his captain, Brian Danielson, may have lost his AEW title match this week, but he has RK Bro as his tag team. Seth Rollins is challenging for the Universal title. Uh, his female's pick, though, is Raquel Gonzalez, who, as mentioned, could be a surprise entrant in the Rumble. Again, not uh, not the most 
convincing team to be going into the Royal Rumble, but you never know. It might just surprise you. Second place, Ryan Dalgleish with Team Get the People Home on 122, just one point ahead of Robert. So a bit of a competition going on there. Ryan, also much like Alan, Big E is his team captain, and he also has Bobby Lashley, Ray Ripley, Liv Morgan, and the Usos. Now that, to me, screams like a team that you want to have going into Royal Rumble season. All, all of those people are in reasonably strong positions uh, with, for the weeks ahead and for the Rumble itself. So I think Ryan could be gathering a lot of momentum going forward and could potentially walk away as a two-time Listeners League winner. But in the top position this week, 10 points ahead of Ryan, a, con- a sizable gap for sure. It's Jim O'Mac with Jim's Unholy Rollers on 132 points. Jim, uh, one of our newest entrants this season, and he's already sitting at the top. And I think that goes down to Seth Rollins being his team captain. Seth Rollins, obviously the high the high scorer this season in the top 10 overall, with plus RK Bro, Damian Priest, uh, and Malachi Black as well, propping him up points-wise. Damian Priest obviously getting US title wins over Ziggler and Rude. It's, uh, it's been a good, uh, good few weeks for Jim, for sure, uh, given that he scored 34 points overall uh, this week, along with Ryan Dalgleish. So it looks like we've got just a tight competition in the top five for the Listeners League as we do in the main league. But I think if I have to make an early prediction, I'd say Ryan Dalgleish is so far the early favourite to win this season's Listeners League and potentially be the first two-time winner. So I don't know what you think about that, Jack. Well, I was going to say up until up until last night, I was going to say Jim O'Mac was going to win it. I thought maybe he had enough because it seemed his team seemed just that slightly bit different to the rest of them because he's the one that didn't have Big E, whereas everyone else kind of maybe seems seems to have Big E in their team. But with the the the, the interesting, because I thought maybe Rollins might have been a good shout to have some like a very good performance in the Rumble, and that could be enough for Jim to take it away. But as we know what happened SmackDown last night, we've now got Reigns versus Rollins for the Universal Title, so you would assume that Rollins isn't in the Rumble match and anything that just benefits Ryan and uh, anyone else that's got Big E that's kind of in and around that 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 top five there. I believe that Al, Alan's got Big E as well captain Ryan's captain uh, is it Robert Shaw's captain too mm-hmm. no but Robert Shaw's Robert Shaw's got Seth Rollins I think ah you've got to look I think it's, it's between Ryan and Alan and I think if Ryan can keep that wee bit of a gap we could be looking at a two time we could we could be looking at a two-time winner because they both have Bobby Lashley. They both have Bobby Lashley as well. Oh, but Alvin's got Brock. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's, it's manic at this stage. As as very. So these next next few weeks will be crucial. Yeah, I think obviously because Ryan's got Ryan's got Liv Morgan too. So if she wins next week, ends up beating Lynch at the Rumble. They don't. Rhea Ripley could have a good performance. The Usos could appear. Rhea hmm. Ripley did eliminate the most women last year's Rumble, and she was the runner-up. So I mean, and you get points for lasting the longest. You get points for most eliminations, and you get points for winning. It's going to be very. It's tighter than what I thought. I think the. the I, I think it's, it's pretty. Oh, it's an interesting one. I'll, 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 be, I'll look forward to see who, who wins that because I can... Also, there is, we do have a WhatsApp chat with all the, the listeners. If you want to participate next season, just message one of us, get involved, message the podcast, and we all, we all chat about the, about the wrestling and whatnot and what's going on there. So it's, it's, a, it's a very good very good group chat, getting get involved. So yeah, I believe they, they'll be fighting tooth and nail to join us in the main league next season. But we do have a guest on today, uh, Dave. We've mm-hmm. got Grant, former, former draft 
former draft went on, we were a. Uh, I've got. Did you want a draft? No, sorry, former draft. Former draft competitor. Don't don't big you up that that much, Grant. Sorry. <laughs> no, he's, 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 he's winner. He's winner of purgatory. Of that's what it was. Winner of purgatory. Uh, so we we do have a couple of questions from the folks that are in this season's draft for you. I'm just I'll, I'll I'll take it away. One is from Ross McLeod, the current the current draft winner, the current sweeps winner of every brand going. He's just asking what your th- current thoughts on the IWGP sweeps champion is just now. <laughs> that son of a bitch. I hope he chokes. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I know he's going to choke. Because I guess it's been, well, we're doing an impact sweeps tonight. So you, as, uh, as we are talking right now, yeah, there's a, an impact sweep scheduled to happen. So, Ross is getting a wee bit too full. He's boots wet, and I didn't, I didn't see him winning the draft at I mean, all. If you look at his, if you look at his team, obviously he drafted in last position. I think he's done pretty well. So Jurassic Express, Ruby Soho, Seth Rollins, Seamus, Sayali, and Jamie Phillips. It's clear that the, the 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 three in front are the ones carrying his team. But obviously with Rollins facing Reigns, you can't really see much happening with him, unfortunately, do you? Nah, that, that team's a one-trick pony because of Rollins, really, and he's going to come to a stumbling fault when he hits the Rumble because I didn't see Sheamus doing much in the Rumble and he's got no one else that will be in the Rumble, really, so... Well, there we go. Unlucky, Ross. Maybe next season. Maybe next season when it's the tag season. And I will, I will talk to you about that, Grant, because we do have a question from David Cavill. And obviously, if you're, you're not you're not going to be back next season. But you'll come back on next season, giving your outside perspective again. But last season, when you were in the tag teams, you were with Gary, and you were in Men in the Mission. So obviously, that won't be reformed. So would you be would you be back in Gary next season as, as a former member of the Men in the Mission? And who, who would you like Gary to like, team up with to potentially win that draft? I'm definitely back in Gary, and in the absence of me being there, I think Gary would pair well with the GOAT. They've both got quite good minds with the draft now. Gary's just had an unfortunate season this season with the draft, usually sitting quite high, but I see him going back to his very strong ways, and I think putting him with the GOAT could put out some wild, wild stuff. Unfortunately, on on that, uh, that prediction there... It's been confirmed that the Goat Tones will be back to defend their draft crown from the tag season. So we do have David Campbell and Ryan Gallagher, who will be coming back next season together again. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Maybe someone someone will beat them, you hope. Because if they don't, David will be a David Campbell will be a three-time draft winner. Maybe potentially four-time if he wins it this season too. I, I, I can't have that in my in my system but we'll talk we'll keep on we'll talk about this draft we'll talk about how this is going on and we're seeing here down the bottom of the table Grant Matt and Tom 62 points 42 and a half points respectively they're kind of set maybe to finish the bottom two but that's probably just where you're naive with the draft obviously Matt last night leave winner not being in this draft experience before same with Tom's his first time in the draft do you, do you expect maybe Tom to bounce back with someone else next season in that tag season? I think it's just like you never really have a good first draft when you come up here, do you? I wouldn't say you didn't have a good first draft. I've, I've always came in quite strong in my, my drafts right for the get-go. So I wouldn't quite say... I'd, I think Tom's biggest issue with his team looking at it, it's quite a wild team. It's very out there. Like, other than Gargano, there was no, in Imperium, there was no one on his team that screams to me, well, obviously, he chose Bailey, that's been a bit of a, a dud. But there's no one in it, like, the rest of his team's a bit 
Mm. I kind of let him down and I think the tag season Tom could benefit by having someone who's got a bit of experience and maybe someone that brings the, the left field in a little bit to balance it yeah I was like we'll, we'll have we'll have more folk coming in next next season as well as well I think so I think anything that Tom could benefit a lot with, with drafting with, with someone like experienced drafter like, like a Gary or a, a Dave Hockney or you know what I mean like Show them, show, show them the ropes, show them how, it, how it's getting on. But uh, Dave, you got any questions before we ask the ask the big question of uh, Grant's prediction to win the season? Uh, yeah, I've uh, I've got something. Who are your favourites to win the Royal Rumble, both the men's and the women's? Uh, this is going to be completely because as as you know, I've not watched any WWE in about three months now. <laughs> so for the the Rumble. Um, and this is where, I, because he's now in the Rumble, I'm throwing it out there and it's going to be a big boost for someone on the show today. I see Big E winning the men's Rumble. Something in my bones. Mm. Just because of how unceremoniously that he dropped the title. The Rumble could lead to a big old redemption story heading into Mania. So Jack, that could be a huge benefit for you. Because um, at first I thought they were going to put Biggie in a rematch against Lesnar one on one at the Rumble, and I thought, well, if he does that, then Biggie's scuppered. But no, because he's not. I'm like this. This is clever. He, he lost it in a multi-man match. Well, Ashley looked absolutely fantastic in it. But this is a chance for Biggie to really bounce back. As for the women's Rumble, that one is a little bit more over. I'm, I, I would love it to actually be Liv Morgan. Because I feel that she's got a pretty raw deal um, at time at times lately, so I I, I would I'm actually going to throw her out there as a kind of left field prediction, um, but you know got to be careful now that at least one champion is going to be in there with Charlotte. It's it's going to be it's an interesting one. I as day one in SmackDown instead has thrown a big spanner in the works with how how the rumble potentially could go. But we'll ask the the big question you're, you're we spoke about it. Seventeen points, kinda eighteen points, sorry, separating the top seven so far in this in this season. You've seen you've had a look at the player performance tab, you've seen the the, the players and folks teams, you've gave your predictions on who would win the Rumbles. Who is your pick? to take home the draft title this season. Season 11, who, who's, your, who's your man to win it, or woman? For me, I'm very torn on threes. Um, looking at the individual teams themselves and the potential for points, um, I'm going to slightly swing it. I'm going to say I'm going to say you, Jack. <laughs> I, I think look at, looking at teams, if Big E wasn't in the rumble, I would have I said you were dead in the water. But the fact of the matter is, you have Liv Morgan, you have Naomi, you have Big E. Um, so I, I'm expecting all three of them in the Rumbles, and I'm expecting pretty good performances out of at least two of the three of them. Sarah was a, a an almost, but I'm kind of like, well, she doesn't really have anyone major that they could throw. They might throw Kaylee Ray in the Women's Rumble, which would be pretty interesting. Um, but do I see her getting a lot of eliminations or winning it? No, no, I don't. Um, and my third one that I was kind of torn on was Goat. Because Bobby Lashley's known the Rumble, that's going to hit him. But the fact that he's got Ripley and Flair, and I think at least one of the two of them is going to go in a tear during the Rumble, that's where I see. But I think you've got the advantage, Jack, because you've got the points advantage going into it. 
and that's why I, if, this, if the points were even tighter I'd maybe angle towards Goat but I just think you've got that little bit of an edge so that's why you're my pick Jack Ah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's, it's an, I, I it's agree with that, actually. I think, Jack, you've got the points advantage and you've got most of your team in a prime position to score even more points, not just in the weeks ahead, but the Rumble itself. You know, Big E's the, the, the potential favourite. Liv Morgan could pull off an upset win. Brock Lesnar could retain the title. Usos might get a few more matches in and there or thereabouts. Naomi's also got an angle with uh, revising that angle with Sonia Deville a little bit. You know, she could be an outside bet to win the Women's Rumble too. Yeah, it was. It's a. I I I completely draft it. I've when I've done this season before. Uh, I've I've not really drafted with a rumble in mind, or at least tried to predict how it would go. And I, I did that this season, and especially you kind know, of seen earlier on. I was kind of in and around the kind of bottom half for most of it, but now we're kind of kicking on to the kind of final leg. of I'm in with a shot, and I do think I have a lot of stuff around that in that rumble pay-per-view overall so we'll, we'll see what happens but I do think it'll be it'll be really close I don't think uh, Alan or Stephen can be fully ruled out yet either but we'll we'll wait and see but that is that's that's the first Saturday Draft Live of 2022 everyone I hope uh, you, you had fun here Grant I hope, hope you had fun ah, I've, had, I've, had a good, I've had a good laugh this morning catching up in the the draft goings on uh, Wilson listen to me for the love of God get impact in get rid of son get impact in <laughs> then, then we'll talk me returning that's your, your your 2022 New Year's resolution. Yeah, but if I have an impact, I'm working with WWE now because we've got Mickey James is going to be in the women's the women's rumble, which is going to have the knockouts title. But she doesn't lose to uh, uh, Peroso tonight, so maybe maybe she'll walk that title into the match. That'd be some sight. Would be an interesting one. Like, whatever happens at Impact Night, or what the fact that they referenced the Impact Belt on WWE, it show it clearly shows the Forbidden Door has r- finally rattled. Enough people to for it to be taken seriously. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what's what what happens to that. But Dave, thank you as always for appearing as well. Hope you've hope you've enjoyed the first episode of twenty twenty two. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and I look forward to analysing the weeks ahead and what's going to be a very up and down closure of the Rumble season. Yeah, but I'll I'll see you in a couple of weeks. You've got Scott and David Campbell next week. The the OGs return together again for Saturday Draft Five. So. We'll see you then. Goodbye, everyone. There now follows an enthusiastic advertisement for Quiz Showdown. Hello, guys. Welcome to Quiz Showdown. I'm Daniel Campbell. And in this show, you're going to see the members of the Eat Sleep Suplex retweet team go through a very strange quiz. We don't know what the heck's going on with it, but you're going to have to watch to find out. Go check out on the YouTube channel now. That was an enthusiastic advert for Quiz Showdown.